Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. This episode of the Talent Development Hot Seat is sponsored by Advantage Performance Group. Advantage is the first place to call when you need leaders to lead, sellers to sell, and your business to flourish. We specialize in connecting organizations with exceptional learning solutions to help them turn strategy into action and get their people doing the best work of their lives. And we're also proud to be providing tons of great content and inspiration to you and everyone out there during troubled times. You can go to advantageperformance.com to find any of our weekly webinars, insights, white papers, and blogs we've been putting out to help you survive and thrive during challenging times. That website again is advantageperformance.com. And now back to the show. If you work in talent development, you know that your job has become more important than ever. The problem is there's so much uncertainty and noise out in the business world and things are changing so fast, it's hard to know where to go and what tools and resources to use to solve your problems. That's why I recently launched the Talent Development Think Tank community as a central and safe place to access information, ask questions, and talk with other L&D professionals like you so that you can achieve your goals and accelerate your career. Join today to get instant access to our online platform and community of ambitious, helpful talent development professionals who understand your world and can help you solve your problems. Right now, I'm offering 25% off the subscription price to podcast listeners. Just go to talentdevelopmentthinktank.com and use code HOTSEAT for 25% off. That's talentdevelopmentthinktank.com and use code HOTSEAT. Thanks, and on to the episode. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm grateful that you're joining me today. Uh, Just got a quick solo episode for you. I want to share some leadership lessons that I took away from Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks winning the Super Bowl a few days ago. And don't worry if you're not a football fan. This is not about football per se. It's more about what I've noticed about Tom Brady and his leadership and what allowed him to move from a successful franchise like the New England Patriots to a, uh, we'll call it a really struggling, fledgling uh, franchise in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, and take them to the Super Bowl 
and win his seventh Super Bowl championship. Now, a lot of people talk about Tom Brady and his age and the fact that he's able to still play at such a high level at 43. In fact, he is once again the oldest player to play in and win a Super Bowl. I don't think any other player has played in a Super Bowl over the age of 40, and now he's done it and won twice uh, over the age of 40. And uh, as a 40-year-old myself, it makes me really proud. Um, but, you know, is it genetics? Is it uh, his nutrition? Is it his workouts? Whatever it is, uh, I'm not here to talk about that today. That's what gets a lot of buzz. Um, I want to talk about what I've noticed about his leadership. And I posted about this on LinkedIn the other day. Uh, I was just really impressed about it. Uh, the first and foremost, Brady builds relationships and trust with his players and he gets to know them on a deeper level. I've noticed this. I've heard stories about this um, that, you know, he's not a prima donna. He doesn't come in thinking he's the all-star of the team and everybody has to come to him. Uh, when he joins a new team or a new player joins his team, he goes over and gets to know them, uh, asks for their phone number, um, tries to connect with them on a deeper level and gets to know who they are and what motivates them. And what we can take away for our own career and our own lives is the importance of really getting to know the people around us, getting to know our colleagues, our teammates, um, what drives them, what motivates them, what's important to them, do they have family, etc. Because that's going to allow them to build more trust with you, more rapport, right? More appreciation um, and possibly more loyalty to help you with things, projects, whatever it may be. If you're a manager, this is even more important to really get to know your people, uh, not just give them tasks and walk away, but get to know who they are um, what's important to them, what they care about, and uh, that's going to motivate them more to work harder for you. Um, the second thing related to that is Brady sees the genius in others and actively recruited recruits players to join him in Tampa. So when Brady moved from New England, uh, from Boston down to Tampa, um, he didn't just jump into the system and say, okay, whatever you got, I'm going with it. Uh, he looked for opportunities. He looked for players that he liked to come join him. Uh, he uh, recruited players out of retirement. Uh, he recruited players who had been cut by other teams, like the running back Fournette, uh, to come join him. And he put a team together. There was already a team there, but added some teammates because he saw the genius in these other players and how they could really add value and got them excited about the idea of coming to join him on a team uh, to try to win a championship. And how can we uh, translate this to our real lives in boosting our careers uh, and um, our lives? It's, again, getting to know people around us. But if you're a manager or work with managers, getting to know people's native geniuses, the things that they're really good at, what are their strengths, what do they excel at, and then can you find opportunities for them to do more of those things? So if you're a manager, finding out, figuring out that your, your employee is really good at detailed work and then giving them more of that if they enjoy it, or that they're really good at speaking and facilitating and giving them opportunities to do more of that instead of the detailed work, whatever it may be, um, the more we can recognize people's strengths and shift their work more towards using those strengths, the better off everybody is going to be. Uh, and a great leader is going to inspire and get people excited about the work they're doing and the purpose and the mission um, and, and get them going in the right, few, uh, the right direction. And related to that, uh, the other thing I wrote down was Brady learns from the past, but he's always looking to the future and gets his teammates excited about what's possible. So can you talk with the people on your team, your colleagues, your people who work for you, people around you about the future and what really is possible uh, and get them excited about it? 
And that means telling them everything that's going on, the goals, what we're working towards, and explaining some of the challenges and struggles and how we might get past those and allowing them to come up with the ideas and, and dream with you and get everybody aligned around the same thing and not just making it yours, but it's ours. It belongs to everybody and everybody gets excited about it. And I think there's a big opportunity for all of us uh, to step up as leaders and really inspire people around us to get excited about the future and what's possible. And in one interview I read with Tom Brady, he talked about an equipment manager he worked with uh, back at the University of Michigan when he was in college, who had been there for a long time and seen several championships. And uh, he heard, Tom heard something from him that he still said today, uh, which was, you know, of all the championship rings I've won, do you know which one is my favorite? And Tom would say, which one? And he'd say, the next one. And so I think Tom still uh, operates with that mentality. He's now won seven Super Bowls, and he's coming back and looking forward to trying to win another one. And so, you know, we shouldn't discount the past or, or just throw it out, all the hard work we've done. But we shouldn't also, we also shouldn't rest on the past and just say, oh, we've won. That's great. It's all over. Instead, we can still get excited about the future and, and trying to get better all the time. And finally, Brady's humble enough to know he can't do it all on his own. So he hires coaches and trainers to help him keep improving. And that's another big one um, that I think can translate well to business. Tom Brady is possibly the best quarterback who ever lived. You know, that's debatable. It's arguable, right? But he's definitely the best in the game today, even at 43 years old. And yet he has three coaches around him all the time, giving him feedback, giving him advice, telling him how he can get better, seeing the whole game. He worked with an offensive coordinator so that's the person below the head coach who focuses only on the offense. Um, and that offensive coordinator was younger than Tom Brady, I believe, by a couple of years. And still, Tom was looking to him for coaching and guidance because he's humble enough to know that he can always take advice and get feedback and get better. And what I see in the corporate world is a lot of executives and people who are resistant to the idea of hiring a coach or even accepting a coach if they're their manager or their company uh offers to pay for a coach for them because they instantly think, well, what's wrong with me? I must be broken if I need a coach. Uh, when it's the opposite, coaches help you get better, right? Feedback helps you improve. And the most elite athletes all have coaches. They all have multiple coaches sometimes uh, who can help them get better. And yet a lot of us in the real world think, oh, we don't need, I don't need a coach. I should be able to figure things out on my own. It's kind of crazy to me. So I have coaches. I belong to I pay to belong to mastermind groups. I have mentors that I go to uh, when I'm working on business problems, and I ask for feedback, and I try to keep getting better because I see what someone like Tom Brady is doing all the time. And uh, you know, I not say I want to be exactly like him, but I want to win. I want to keep improving. I want to grow. I want to get better. And uh, he does too, which is why he doesn't try to do it on his own. It's why he has teammates. It's why he has coaches. It's why he has uh, nutrition expert at his side, um, all of those things, uh, so that he can always keep getting better and not just rely on himself. Uh, so he's humble enough to know he can't do this on his own. He hires coaches and trainers, like I said. Um, to me, these are all great ways to lead, and I wish more leaders in the corporate world would make note of what works for the greatest of all time and start implementing some of these leadership lessons uh, with their people, which is why I'm sharing some of them with you today, because I'm hoping one or two of them will get you, give you ideas on how you can improve in your own career. Go build your network, um, inspire people around you, uh, recruit people to come with you, 
learn from the past, but get excited about the future and finally be humble enough to know that you can't do things on your own. You need a team, you need coaches, you need mentors. Be willing to ask for help uh, because they're going to help you along the way. So I appreciate you listening to this. Uh, I'm excited about the future and all of us becoming better leaders, owning our careers, getting better. Uh, You know that uh, there's more wisdom in my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, which you can get on Amazon now. Uh, and you can find bonus resources on our website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. Uh, I'm also, by the way, excited to share with you that I have been getting more active on Clubhouse, the new social media platform that is audio only with all kinds of conversations and rooms. In fact, I was just in a room this week hosted by my friend Blake Bozarth about leadership lessons from Tom Brady. And we talked about some of these things. If you are on Clubhouse, come find me, follow me. I'm going to be hosting more discussions. I'm hosting one uh, today and just a little bit on building a personal brand next Tuesday about talent development, and we'll be doing more in the future on careers and everything else. So thank you again for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.